beautiful listeners, welcome to Nina's Potty. What do we do while on the potty? Well, we think, we dump, we flush our waste away. So sit with me on this potty and hear me dump my thoughts and flush my wasteful thoughts and feelings away. I talk about life experiences, mental health, and relationships, all with a pinch of comedic spice. I'm on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at, uh, whatever time I want a podcast. Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful listeners. It is Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. I wonder if I'm allowed to put in, like, audio snippets of, of, like, songs. I bet you I could. I bet you I could. But then, is it copyright infringement? I need to read up on that and check that out. It's Friday, my dudes. And if you listen to my podcast on Wednesday, we are going to be talking about suicide. And if this isn't the topic for you, then you can exit the broadcast. Podcast. Gosh darn it. I keep saying broadcast. Oh my goodness. It's a podcast. You know, it's a podcast. Today you are podcasting. But I'm sure if you read the title of this episode, you'd know it's about suicide. Suicide prevention. And my... experiences with contemplating suicide and the thoughts that roam in my head and I'm gonna get emotional because I cannot imagine why I even think this way and I'm going to be emotional even more so because there are people that actually go through the action and take their lives and I shake my head's I shake my heads. How many heads do I got? I shake my head at those who are successful with their suicides. Because I'm just like, how can they take their own lives? But then again, I'm, I thought about it. So I need to not be judgmental. This is going to be a longer broadcast because I want to, I want to cover how I feel about it how others feel about it and how how not to feel about it you know meaning don't just laugh it off or be angry that these people killed themselves that anybody was successful at killing themselves because you just need to have sympathy for them and and how they were feeling at the time so We're going to start with why I ever thought about suicide. Um, You know, it always starts with being bullied as a kid. I mean, I wasn't bullied too harshly, but I, I just know that in middle school, I would be made fun of because of my moles on my face. And I always hated my moles. I wanted to die. (laughs) I wanted to die because of the moles in my face. That little thing... Now, if that was me now, a nine-year-old kid, I probably would have succeeded at killing myself because 
Hello, if you're not paying attention to the news, there was a nine-year-old little girl just a couple days ago. She killed herself because she was being bullied in school. It's not cool. It's not good. So it starts young. And not only did I just hate myself for my appearance, you know, I hated myself because I started to get thoughts in my head, you know, evil and dark thoughts. I don't know why, but I I just knew that now that that was the start of the darkness creeping in into me. I'm I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not a psycho or anything. <laughs> you know, um just negative thoughts running through my head. It, it, the illness starts. The illness was starting. Um and it also stems from the abuse that I received when I was a kid from my mother. Um, I'm not sure if I want to make that a separate episode, but I was abused when I was a child. So that abuse just added more to the pot. You know, I'm not good enough for my mother. I need to die. Or I want to get away from the hands of my mother. I want to die. But I was always too scared to do it because I always felt that I was going to fail. Um, and then came the abuse from the boyfriend that I talked about on Wednesday. You're not good enough. Why are you here? You're not going to find anybody better than me. And hence, I've, I told myself that... I wasn't good enough and I'm not beautiful and why am I even here? I don't have anything. If I lose him, I lose everything. And, you know, I I started cutting. Um, I started cutting in high school, actually. I started cutting on my arms. I never truly cut or wanted to cut deep enough because I knew it was going to hurt. I mean, it, it hurt when I just barely grazed the skin with the razor. I just scratched myself because I wanted to release myself of the pain that I was receiving or the pain that I had. I wanted something else to focus on rather than the negative feelings that I was holding in my heart and in my mind. I had checked into a mental hospital because of the abuse that I was receiving from my boyfriend at the time. And I checked out and I was fine. You know, I was good. I got my medications and that was the first scare, you know, for my parents. But they were glad that I was okay. And they were glad that I got rid of that person because they knew that he was the reason why. And, you know, I went about my my life after that. I was completely fine. And then... A switch went off and I went to an even darker pit in my life. I found the substance and I said, yeah, I want to do it so I can get away from the feelings that I have. The feelings of loneliness and unworthiness. You know, I don't have the one. I'm not married anymore. I'm not married anymore. Ooh, 
Did I just release out a secret? <laughs> no. That I'm not married. That I've never been married. That I don't have kids. You know, I started feeling like I'm a failure because all of my friends are doing this. And I'm thinking my sister was married at 27. You know, she got a master's degree. She was doing everything she wanted to do. And then she had kids later on. And she's doing everything by the book. And I'm like, not there. Nobody is proud of me. I cannot reach her level. And I just kept thinking of that. You know, it hurts when you don't hear, I am proud of you from your parents. I am proud of you. Five simple words that can fit in the palm of your hand had never been said to me. And so I stuck with that and I kept telling myself, you're not making anybody proud. Why are you even here? The stress of my job added to it as well. And it's, it started becoming an even darker pit. Now I'm going to let you into the mind of a suicidal individual. And if you want, you can skip ahead. And maybe I should do this in segments, but I feel like if I do, I'm not going to continue the flow of this podcast. So I'm going to let you into the mind of suicide. I I thought, you know, oh yeah, I can take a whole bunch of Advils. I can take a bunch of NyQuil. It just makes you sick. It makes you throw up. It makes you jittery. It's not going to kill you. Maybe I could find some kind of sleeping pills and take them all because I know people have died from that. I could get into a car accident. I can jump off the building. Everything reminded me of an action that I can perform to kill myself. Looking over the balcony of my apartment, I can jump over and crack my head open. Getting into my vehicle, starting my drive, thinking I can get into an accident. You know how you say your prayers at night? If you do. I did. I said prayers. I said prayers before for God to, to take me the next day. For me not to wake up. I, I prayed. I said, God, I'm going to close my eyes now. I want you to take me. I don't want to wake up in the morning. And <laughs> I woke up disappointed because he didn't take me. It's weird because I feel like every time I ask him to take me away, he ends up taking somebody else. Literally the next day. I'm like, God, kill me. Take me away in a car accident. And the next day, somebody else is killed, murdered, dies in a car accident. And I feel like that is my fault. I feel like I am at fault for causing that because I wished it upon me, but he ended up punishing somebody else. When you reach the point 
of complete and utter darkness. It is hard to crawl out of it. If you have not reached the pit of the end of you, then you aren't as far off as you thought you really were. There are other people that are worse off than you are. I was in that pit of utter hatred for myself. I hated seeing people happy. I hated wanting their happiness. It made me sick. I really hated it. I want to die. I want to die. I want to die. I want to die. I said it over and over. For maybe five years. I had done... That substance that I talked about on Wednesday. I hate saying the word because it truly does make me irk. You know, it makes me disgusted in myself. I had done so much of that substance that I knew that one day my brain was just going to burst. Because you see, when you take that substance, there's a like, you feel like almost as if your brain is screaming at you. It's hard for me to describe. But it's like your brain is coming to this screech and it's going to pop. I felt that. So I'm like, I'm going to die of an aneurysm. I'm going to write my will. (laughs) I'm going to write that in lieu of flowers, I want people to send a donation to their local animal shelter. And to adopt an animal in my name. Or maybe even name a dog after me. So I can call it, Hey Nina, little bitch, come over here. (laughs) I think that would be funny. Because when I leave this world, I would leave this world with my jokes and my wittiness and, you know, the fun that I have. But with all jokes aside, I was truly, truly convinced I was going to die. It's so hard for me to think that, you know, there are people out there that are fighting for their lives. They want to live and I want to die. I am being so selfish to think that I want to die, that I don't want to deal with this brain anymore, this mindset that I have. I don't want to deal with it. You, many of you probably do not understand how the brain of someone who is contemplating suicide works. You can't just say, why? You can't just say, stop thinking about it. You can't just say that. Because we can't stop thinking about it. We really cannot. Even in our good days, we cannot stop thinking about it. It I've had three good days in a row. That's a record for me. But I know in between 
those days somewhere I've thought I hate my life I want to die but then I shook it off like no 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 no. you're having a good day why are you even thinking that why did I even think of that but literally I woke up this morning and I'm like oh my god I hate my life I want to die why did I think that it's because I'm sick I have a disease I have an illness that I cannot control it's hard for me to control that thought So I'm not saying I'm speaking for other people. I'm saying that this is what goes on in my mind. And I'm pretty sure the mind of a lot of other people out there. But just understand that it's hard for us to hear other people say, stop thinking like that. Just stop. You do not say that to somebody. You say, I'm here for you. What can I do for you? What do you need? So when I lost my job around the second week of September, maybe the last week of August, I believe, I had gone so down. I had reached the the, the darkest end of whatever tunnel I you know I posted on Facebook I said I hate my life I'm going I'm going to die I'm going to kill myself and after that I went on a binge I went on a high binge I was alone at home and I was prepared for somebody to find my body in the house And, you know, people saw the post and people were calling me and blowing up my phone. You know, my aunt called the sheriffs and they came to check to do a wellness check. And I hid in my hallway where there's no windows. And, you know, when they shine the light into your windows, you can't get touched by the light. You know, they shine the light and you won't, they won't see you. I it was a cry for help because I did not know what to do with myself. I was at rock bottom. I lost my job. I felt like I'm going to lose my house. I felt like that's it. I'm going to move. I'm no longer going to be living in this amazing city. You know, I'm scared because I'm probably going to be put into a mental hospital. I was scared for so many different things, you know, so many different things were was, was going through my mind. And I got calls here and there from people that I hadn't talked to in a while, calls from family members that when I called, when I felt very low in my life, they never answered. Oh, but they finally decided to call. I got calls from friends I hadn't talked to in so long. I got calls from my best friend that I didn't, I hadn't hung out with because she had a baby and she was busy. I was so broken down. You don't know how, maybe you do, but many people don't know what it feels like to be complete. Be stripped down and be completely 
gone. I had lost myself for so many years. I was so upset at myself. Where did Nina go? Where is the old Nina? Like, why? Why is she feeling this way? This is what goes on in the mind of somebody who has reached the pit of despair. The more that I talk about this, the more that I feel like I'm disappointed in myself that I ever reached that point. But I shouldn't be disappointed in myself. I should be happy that I'm out of that. I should be happy that I was taken out of a lonely situation and brought back with my parents. My cousin lives in Houston lives in Houston and I lived in Austin and she that same night drove three hours to come and pick me up and then three hours to go back to her house so that I wasn't alone that right there that is support that is love I hurt her. I hurt her so much that she came to get me. My dad? Most of you might know that I have a really great relationship with my father. But when you hear your father cry on the phone, asking you, why do you want to kill yourself? That's when you know you've really hurt these people. You've really gone and done it now. When you hear your father ask himself over and over, What did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong in raising you? I took you to Catholic school. I did everything I could do. What did I do wrong? And I can just only say you didn't do anything wrong. I did. It's an illness. It's something that attacked me. It's something that is in me that I cannot, that I want to control, but I cannot control. The evil overtakes the good. I don't want to think this way, but I do think this way. Like I tell you, I had three good days in a row, and I'm like, oh, I hate my life, I want to die, but I don't want to think that way, so I immediately change, I just immediately, like, you know, the devil, you know, you got your angel on one shoulder, your devil on the other shoulder, the devil comes over and says, you know, you want to kill yourself, yes, you do, but then the angel just immediately just drop kicks the guy, and is like, nope, see ya, bye, by Felicia to the devil. It's a chemical imbalance. It's a true thing. It's an imbalance. And I have that. 
Just 40 minutes ago, I asked my father if he wanted to go to the movies because he had been talking about the movie The Mule by, um, oh gosh, what is his name? (laughs) I had his name in my head. I knew I wasn't going to forget it. Him. (laughs) The Mule. And he had been bugging me about it for the week, the whole week. And then finally come the time and I asked him, do you want to go to the movies? You said you wanted to go at 11 o'clock. It's now 9.30. He said, well, I got to go do this with the cows at the ranch. And I got to go drop this off to grandma. I got to drop this off to your aunt. And I'm just like, okay, so it's not going to happen then? You know, I just put, you know, I just like flip flare my arms up, I'm like, okay, it's not gonna happen, you know, my dad hasn't gone to the movies in years, in years, and it's almost a miracle if we can get him to go, he doesn't ever do anything or go and have any fun, it's just always work, work, he's retired, this man, but little things like that, I, I, I take very personal, because it's, it's something that, you know, you, can bond over with your father and yet he doesn't want to do that and so I'm taking it personally and I just like uh okay whatever so I go upstairs I'm like huh okay and to me it's like that ruined my whole day and I thought I hate my life I just want to fucking die excuse me I'm sorry but that's exactly what I was thinking why? Why would I go to extremes to think that thought? There was no reason for it. Oh, duh. Nina, you're sick. You have an illness. You're sick. Because I'm pretty sure some Joe Schmo. <laughs> Isn't going to think that way if he wasn't sick, like me. Would you have said that? Would you have said, I hate my life, I want to die, because my dad doesn't want to go to the movies with me today? I don't think so. But I did. And so that's the chemical imbalance in my brain there's a lot of imbalances that go along with mental health to those that have contemplated suicide to those who have the scars to show it to those who have stories I applaud you because You're still here. We're still here. We're still fighting to get up every morning and to live this life that we have to live. We're still going with the motions, but yet I'm pretty sure there's that thought in the back of your head that's like, I don't want to be here anymore. But I applaud you for getting up in the morning and trying. For those that are 
sitting in the corner, rocking themselves back and forth, trying to dry those hot tears from running down your red cheeks. There are people you can go to talk to. Don't think of seeing a psychologist as you being crazy. Because if you didn't see a psychologist, you'd be far worse than what you are right now. And if you've never had a thought like that in your life, I applaud you because you're living the life that I want to live. And I'm a little bit jealous. But I'm not saying I want your life. This ain't no hocus pocus shit. Wait, no, they didn't. Yeah, they stole lives, but they just sucked out their lives because they wanted to age better. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> I say this in a couple of my broadcasts. If this changes your mindset about me, I'm sorry. If this makes you scared to talk to me now, I'm sorry. But I'm putting it out there because I want people to hear the realness of it all. I've had three people that I know of kill themselves. One hung himself because his girlfriend broke up with him. Hung himself with his belt in his closet. And he was such a handsome guy. So cute. I think this was like six years ago? Nine years ago. Yeah, nine years ago. Why throw away such a beautiful life that you had for some huerca? If you're Hispanic, if you're Mexican, you know what that means. Basically, why throw your life away for some bitch who broke up with you? Come on now. But maybe he was sick and he was going through something far worse than we could ever have imagined. He had a beautiful life ahead of him. He could have done so many good things and yeah he took his life he took the easy way out I guess so cliche but Rocky if you're listening to this man I hope you're at ease and I hope your mind is clear of all negativity that you feel like you were going through and I truly hope that now you are happy and at peace
it's it's so funny because I look at other people that say that they are thinking of suicide or that have completed the act of suicide. And I think they're so beautiful. Why would they waste their life like that? They had so much to do. They had such a beautiful life ahead of them. I'm pretty sure that's what people would say about me, huh? I'm pretty sure they would say the same thing. And I I would break a lot of hearts. People would be so sad and heartbroken and... My niece and my nephew are old enough now that they would understand. And how would they feel if I was gone? I'm their cool aunt. I'm the cool one. I play with them. I joke around with them. I'm the cool aunt. I get them cool shit. (laughs) Cool toys. How would they feel if I just up and gone and left them? Now that I've been brought back home from that whole situation that I went through, you know, I feel better. Yes, I have to deal with the parents and their bickering and their disagreements and the nagging. But that's better than laying down in your room and hearing nothing. Silence. And having no communication with anybody. Because one, you got rid of all your friends. And because two, you've become too annoying. Too needy. You know, wanting to know what this person is doing and this person is doing. I have things to do now not just because of legal things but because I want to move my life forward I want to be happier I want to be successful in the things that I'm working on you know such as broadcasting and podcasting I want to do that now Who's to say that I'm not going to think that I want to die in a little bit? I can probably guarantee you when I end this podcast and I'm doing something different, I'm just going to be like, oh my God, I just want to freaking die. God, kill me now. I'm just going to snap out of it and be like, Nina, what are you thinking? Stop thinking that way. Our lives matter, okay? Every life is important. Okay? I don't ever want to hear you say it would be better if I wasn't here. I don't want to hear that coming from you. You. I don't want to hear that. You are worth more than you could ever imagine. You have 
people to live for. You have things to do. You just don't know it yet. You're here for yourself, most importantly. And you can go through it. And you can make it. And you can make it out. We can all make it out. We just need to all be here for each other. And we just need to all understand each other. We can all do this. Alright. Monday. I want to do like a Q&A kind of thing. So I'm going to try and post on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook questions that you all can ask me. And I, I'll give you a shout out along with the question. It can be any question. Personal, non-personal. Because I feel like people want to get to know me on here. <laughs> After I've already spilled every single thing that is currently going on in my life. Oh yeah, let's just do a and a in case you don't know me already. <laughs> Make sure you're following me on Instagram and on Twitter. And download up live. Right? My 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 social handles will be coming up here in this next little segment of my broadcast. Podcast! Oh my god! Oh my god, I did it again. It's a podcast! <laughs> Thanks so much for sitting with me on the potty, guys. I will catch y'all later. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood is the name of the actor that I could not remember who stars in The Mule. And I just remember the name like three hours after I recorded the podcast. All right. Oh, and also my dad and I did end up going to the movies. So yeah. Bye.